Hey, welcome once again. This is Elle at Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to reform. Access is the key to dialogue at Iron Dove. You can find both. Come on down, talk it up, and let's see what we can figure out. March. Well, what's happening in March? The Ides of March is coming shortly. March 17th would be uh, St. Patrick's Day coming shortly. And hopefully sooner rather than later, spring will be coming shortly. This is the time when, for me, we're at the very end of the end of the winter around here in New York, and it can't end soon enough for me now. Day by day, the days are getting longer. The air is starting to smell like spring. The earliest of flowers are poking their heads through. The buds are budding, but nothing's really getting started yet. We still have snow on the ground, it's cold, it's still pretty miserable. Not cold enough to have a lot of great winter sports going on, but cold enough to just be unpleasant. So, you know, bears hibernate. People don't really hibernate, but they do. And March is kind of the end of the hibernation period. And... It's the last bit of winter rest, if you want to look at it that way, where it's time to start getting up and looking at the soil and thinking about planting flowers and turning everything over and the garden is getting ready. Not quite there, but it's getting ready. And it's it's kind of the time to take your last long nap and the big breath before you take the plunge. Taking the plunge. That's kind of like what I think about spring is like taking the plunge. It's like everything's new and it's growing and it's bursting out of its shell, which is why I love spring, probably because I was born in the spring and I love the spring and I just can't wait for that time and it's so close. I can feel the quickening. It's, it's here, but it's not quite here. So I'm still kind of sleepy and procrastinating and a little disjointed, but I'm just about ready to take that last big breath before I take the plunge. I was talking to somebody today, a friend, that is in this kind of interesting place where Things are changing, not really know where, where he's going, where he's coming from, what the future holds. And, uh, and I started thinking about that whole, you know, where are we going? I have no idea where I'm going. I, I know I'm going in a direction, but where am I going to end up? I have no idea. I think most people have no idea, really. Everybody kind of knows where they're going, but... This was what I was thinking. I was thinking that, what about dreams? You know, people say, well, you know, I always dreamed that one day I would. And, and I have those dreams like everybody, except that I never kind of, I still, they're still there and I'm still working towards them. And I know, that's why I say, I know generally the direction I'm going. I don't know exactly where I'm going, but I definitely have dreams, dreams of achieving certain things and they're there. And not just me, but everybody has them. And, and you should never let go of your dreams. Never. Don't let somebody tell you to let go of your dreams. 
You got to have them and you got to work towards them. They're there. They've always been there and they'll always be there. And if you keep true to yourself and keep working at it, you'll find it. You know, people say, well, I don't know what my dreams are. I have a friend who's, um, she's like my age. She's got, you know, a child and she's kind of going back to school now. And, and she says, well, I don't know. She said, you know what you want to do, but I don't know what I want to do because I don't know what my dreams are. And, and I think if you just keep working towards the direction that feels right, even if you don't know what your dreams are, if it feels like it's the right direction, then it is the right direction. And that's the way you should be going. If it's something that makes you happy and makes you, your creative juices flow and makes you feel alive, then it's the right direction. And if you just keep going in that direction, you're going to figure it out. Just don't settle. Don't settle and give up. She kind of looks at her life and she says, well, my life is half over. And I was like, what do you mean your life is half over? You're like a young woman. Instead of being like half past, maybe it's just like half two. It's weird. She says, well, I, I, I look at her and I go, what do you mean your life, your life is half over? Does that mean to say you think you're only going to live to be, you know, 70? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm thinking 125 or more. I don't know. I'm not planning to be gone for a very, very long time. I got so much to do that, you know, I'm not even halfway there. Anyway, what I was thinking is, and what I said to her is, don't be afraid to try your wings. Don't let go of the idea that you can do anything you want to do because you can. And it's really important for your kids. It's really important for my kids. It's really important for all of our children to see that there is no limit to what we can do. And people should not put limits on themselves. And the silliest thing is that we allow people to put limits on us that we don't really want and we don't really need. They're mostly self-imposed limits. And they're imposed mostly because of fear. Sometimes the reasons are to avoid or minimize the probability of pain, whether that's physical or emotional. And sometimes the reasons are to avoid or minimize the possibility of stepping over the line into the unknown. What happens? What happens if you step into the unknown? Nobody knows. It's a little scary. Fear. And fear is the thing that stops people from doing all kinds of things. Fear. You know, I've said it, I've said it a million times. Fear is how these fanatical religions take a hold of people and make them stay in these little boxes. It's the fear of God. God is not a bad entity. God is a loving entity. Whatever that is, it's... It's not something to be afraid of. And it's terrible, really, that all these organized religions have taken these boxes and imposed them on people with fear. Where is spring? What makes the coming of spring such a big deal? is the possibility of renewal, rebirth, 
It's a whole new deal. It's a whole new day. It's a whole new year. It's a new season of harvest and possibility. The seeds are in the ground, all waiting patiently for just the right moment to burst open with a new possibility of life. Brand new, completely untamed, sky's the limit, reach out and grow. It's like magic. Seeds go into the ground. They get more and more and more and more pressure built up and all of the sudden, pow, they burst forth with renewal. And it's just the most awesome and amazing thing. And that's what I love about spring. Everything is brand new. I love the smell of the soil. I love the big fat earthworms. When I turn up the soil, I love everything about the renewal. The baby chicks are hatching. The leaves are starting to come again on the trees. They're starting to grow again on the bushes. My flowers are starting to grow. My perennials are starting to poke their heads up. It's the season of hope. It's the season of power, the season of magic. It's the season of possibility. It's a time of brand newness. And I love it. I love that crumbly dirt between my hands and fingers. I don't even mind it under my fingernails. It smells good. It feels good. It's like life itself. It's just amazing. It's amazing. The quickening. That's what it is. It's the quickening. And the quickening is here. In the quiet darkness of the warm spring earth lies the golden seed. The golden seed of your dreams. Golden seed of your dreams. Your reality. Your dreams are the seedlings of your reality. Grow them. It's the spring. So, take your last big nap, get your battery recharged, shine up your shoes, and get ready for the plunge. Spring's almost here. Drop me a note, let me know what you think. I'd really love to know. Till tomorrow, this is Elle at Iron Dove, signing out.